Welcome to episode 100 of A Single Mom's Journey. Thanks for dropping by. So on Instagram today, I did a post about mom doubt. That's right, mom doubt. I never knew this existed, of course, um, until I became a mom. Once I had my daughter, I had mom doubt. Why? Because I was actually by myself. My then husband and I had moved to a new state uh, probably six months after we got married uh, because his um, job moved him to a new state. So of course we moved because he was the breadwinner and that's the way it was. And we had uh, our daughter, um, let's see, how many years later? Four years later after we moved. And once she was born, I was just, I did not know what to do. I was not one of those girls who grew up wanting to be a parent, to, to have a child. When I was a kid, I just thought I would just be an old maid. I did. Seriously, I did. I was not a nurturer of other kids. I was not. I was the youngest of three daughters at the time uh, in you know my younger years. And I became a uh, middle sister uh, when I was 12 years old. So I had 12 years of being the youngest, the baby of the family, and then my little sister came along when I was 12. So I was never a nurturer. I never... I was not really one to play with dolls. I was one who was out in the dirt with little toy trucks and, you know, um, we went to a pond and, you know, caught pollywogs and I was skin knees, you know, scrapes on my arms. I was one of those girls who was dirty and, you know, everything like that. But, you know, I dressed up okay when, you know, I was with my family. But I never aspired or never contemplated that I would ever be a mother. Let, you know, a mother. I, I never took care of anybody. So once I became a mom I, and I was in a different state, I had to do it all by myself. And um, granted, uh, my then husband's family lived here, his parents and his sister and his brother, but they never helped us. Uh, or helped me one bit and he did a minimal amount of help Um, so it was me and my baby I didn't know what to do and so I read books and I always doubted everything I did I you know I did things but then there was that hesitation that is that the right thing to do is that the right thing to do and Once I did it, I was fine. Um, Well, I wasn't fine, really. I I still doubted. No matter what I did, I still doubted. No matter what I did. And, um, but I I, I tried to be consistent with, with whatever decision I made. I tried to be consistent going forward after I made a decision to do something. You know what I mean? Like, um when you know my daughter was a little older it was like how do you teach them to not run into the street um my phrase to her was we walk on the sidewalk 
Instead of saying, don't run in the street, I say, we walk on the sidewalk. Or this is, you know, this is where we walk and we run, we walk and run on the sidewalk. And so instead of saying no to running in the street, I gave her the positive portion of it. So then I had to be consistent with my phrasing and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, and you know, I had thought once, you know, my, my daughter at the time and then my son uh, were older that the mom doubt would cease to exist and only to realize that the mom doubt continues on and on and on and on and the fact that I will be their mother forever, the mom doubt will still be there no matter what. Um, trying to figure out if I'm doing the right thing and it and it made it even more internally stressful for me once I got divorced because then it was you know me alone really that was while I did bring them up mainly by myself even when even when I was married the fact that I was divorced and there was nobody in the house to back me up there was nobody in the house to offset ideas on there was no one else to um hand over the reins to um in our house it was just me and my two kids and that flared up the mom doubt even more and now that my daughter's 18 and my son is 16 i still have mom doubt and realizing that's going to just continue to carry over um until they're adults and really until my passing day um it's going to the mom doubt will still be there. But I do realize that my decision, uh, like I said way back when, when I went with a decision to do something, I just had to be firm in my resolve on a decision and just move forward because I already did what I did. Now, are you parents, other parents that are listening, um, do you have doubts when you are doing things with your kids or doing something new with your kids and trying to determine um, how you're going to attack that uh, new obstacle or experience with them? Because you know, when you have that little clay blob, <laughs> a little baby, you're responsible for helping mold them into a responsible functioning human being and that's a huge responsibility I mean really um, they don't know anything and what they learn is from you you're the example even the bad things like for the I just remember the one day oh my gosh you guys the one day that I realized I needed to watch my language yes the infamous watch your language so I was in the car with my daughter we were driving to the Jimboree play area we went to a weekly class and so she was in the back seat in her little car seat she was about 18 months old at the time and so we're going and I react to the way somebody is driving and I say shit and then I say you know something else a couple beats later in the back seat, the little squeaky little girl voice, shit. 
I internally cringed. I could not believe that little sweet voice had said a curse word. (laughs) And I basically beat myself up in my mind that what the heck did I just do? And if she was ever going to say that word again in the presence of her father, because I would be dead meat or I would be made fun of, or I would, you know, what are we going to do to eliminate that word from my daughter's mouth ever again? So I remember like beating myself up in my brain and then, you know, just continuing on, um, like nothing ever happened. I didn't say not to say the word. I just kept on talking about other things and to stuff her brain with all this other information so that word would be forgotten. And my distraction method (laughs) worked because I had said so many additional words after that. We were talking about everything and nothing about the trees, about, you know, when we were at the play area, we were you know, talking about the parachute and the colors, yada, 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 so that I drowned out that one word from her mind. And it worked. And I made a point from that point on to change my, uh, my words, my curse words. I made up, you know, my own little, uh, words, dang doodle, um, you know, I made up other words in place of the curse words that I would normally use since, you know, I had a little bit of a potty mouth. Uh, I grew up, you know, military brat. Come on. I couldn't get away from it. So, you know, I changed my behavior because I was responsible for molding this little kid into a functioning adult. Or at the time, you know, a well-behaved toddler. So it's those kinds of decisions that it's kind of like, ooh, you know, there's always that doubt. You know, I, I, like I said, I verbally said something and it was bad. I, I imagine so many scenarios. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's going to have a, that word's going to be coming out of her mouth all the time, all the time, all the time. But I drowned it out, like I said. And, you know, I, 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 you know flooded her mind with other words so that that one word was eliminated um but it's you know those things you you doubt yourself you doubt everything that you do and um it's just amazing the responsibility of it all and um some people like take to parenting super easy i like i said it didn't come naturally to me so everything was thought out and planned and you know if things didn't happen correctly it was like oh no the internal angst of it all it was you know I was type a you know personality so I put a lot of stress on myself to to do things and make good decisions and uh, it's just the way it was for me But in reality, it's not about perfection. We have to remember that. And I always have to remind myself, it's not about perfection. I don't want my kids to be perfect. I want them to be who they are and have them be resilient and kind and compassionate 
and be a good person. And those are the kind of values that I hope to not only tell them, but show them through my own actions. And it's up to them to decide, you know, the best pieces of, of what I've shown them uh, through my actions and uh, through my um, guidance. And hopefully they take those best pieces and carry those on and live with those in their heart, not the, you know, less positive things that I might have shown them. Because we're all people, there's no perfection. There's just trying to do the best that we can. And I think that the mom doubt that I have is my way of trying to weigh um, the options and trying to just you know those are the what ifs what if I do this instead what if I do that instead it's just a natural thing because you know we all just want what's best for our kids and that's a fact anyway guys thanks for listening to this latest podcast and I'll catch you on the next one And it's a wrap for another podcast. Thanks so much for dropping by and listening to this latest one, guys. If you ever want to connect with me, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Single Mom's Journey. You could just message me there. If you do have Anchor, you can leave me a voicemail on your thoughts on this latest podcast or any podcast ideas you want to convey to me. And if you're so compelled, please go ahead and hit the donate button because, you know, a single mom's journey is just that. It's a journey and sometimes it has its ups and its downs and it can always use a little something extra. And thanks so much, guys, again, and I will catch you on the next podcast.